0: Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. We were back. Yeah I, was, yeah, I think it's like it's sort of a banger. I'm not gonna lie for it being a YouTube song, it's it's sort of do be hitting. I think we can uh we can rock with that as an intro. Why not? What is up, ladies and gentlemen? We are here for the first ever episode of The Creatives. This is going to be a podcast by creatives for creatives. So I've been really like meddling around with this idea for probably the past year. Um, I've been really inspired these last few months, especially with my job. I travel around everywhere, um, sometimes 300 plus miles a day. So uh, I've been really invested into podcasts. I've been really, really just enjoying like the concepts and the depth that goes into them. So now we're going to get into it. So the premise of the creatives is basically we're going to have a new creative on the ep- on each episode Every single time, uh, telling their story, where they came from, what they're doing now. Sort of like what inspires them on each, uh, every single day basis. Today we have one of my best friends, somebody I've known for 10 years, 10 years. We'll
1: say 10. We're going to say (laughs) 10. It's easier to draw a line
0: at 10. Honestly, um, this man has done everything from photographer, videographer, video editor, and now author, professional writer, you, you you do have a list of accolades there
1: I was thinking about this this morning cuz was like me and Nick talked about recording the podcast yesterday or late last night I, was, I don't know how to describe myself anymore <laughs> at one point I would have said photographer uh-huh. or videographer that those are both fine mm-hmm. at one point I would have said like editor or producer That's or because, like, Silver Age, I did a Silver lot of, age, like, revolt. setting up the background revolt. It was, like, yeah, I was on top of audio stuff and lighting, mm-hmm. and I was still editing then as well. Yep. Like, I basically made myself uh, a Swiss Army knife by accident, and now there's just no title that works anymore. And that sucks when you're applying for a job, because you're like, I have five years doing all of this, but I can't how do I put a myself. label
0: on it? Yeah, I'm in everything. It's like, what can you do? What do you need me to do? I literally applied
1: this morning, and I was like, here's my resume. Here's my cover letter. I have so much more experience than this. I just don't know where to put it. Honestly. Please just talk to me. I have set, I have references, mm-hmm. examples. I'll do anything. <laughs> you want me to do
0: something right now? Give me the stuff. I'll create it for you. Like, what, what, what do you need? What do you need?
1: Was, there was like one dude who asked me, was like, hey, could you write a script? And I was like, I probably could. I've yeah. never done it, but I'll... I know enough about it. It's it's so so simple. Like, like I love film and mm. all that stuff, and I'm already like a creative writer, mm. fiction writer, nonfiction writer. Now I guess I've been publishing some some essays and stuff as well. I'm all over the place. You really,
0: you really are. Like especially now, you're primarily just uh, a writer. For it's it. mostly yeah. just writing. Yeah, that's still really really cool to see. And I
1: know you're working on how many books are you on right now. <laughs> This is the curse, is that, like, I get really, really into something for, like, five months, and that's not enough time to write a book. Mm -hmm. Unless you're Stephen King, who apparently, these days, just one drafts his books, like, he just writes them and is like, no, no need to go to editing. And just, like, sends them through. And I guess, I would assume whoever publishes them does do, like, a round of edits, but, Mm like.
0: Who's gonna tell Stephen King, like, nah, this isn't good? Nobody. (laughs)
1: Yeah, at that rate, you're like, yeah, his edits are literally like, oh, that was a typo. Mm. oh he forgot a period like th- th- small, those kind of versus like a, a new author where you're like oh this part of the book doesn't work and the pacing's off mm-hmm. and the no for for someone like that i'm sure five months is like here's three books <laughs> <laughs> i couldn't imagine just imagine being a publisher and
0: be like oh i want it's been a couple of months since i heard from him i wonder when, what he's gonna bring yeah here's like four books uh each already done take a look at them you're like
1: Plus, he does like, all these, like, short stories and stuff as well. Mm-hmm. That's the level that I want to get to, to where I can just show up to the publisher and be like, I was gone for three years. Here's everything you need. <laughs> right. That'd
0: be insane. But uh, I think uh, one of the premises uh, things that we're going to be doing on the show, we're going to be, just, you know, talking about the background. You know, where'd you come from? You do have a decent amount of history. Actually, musician is one of the ones that we forgot on the... Yeah, that's another uh, yep. five years of that. That's It's, it's interesting, like, all our friend group... We really have like our basis of everything creative, bases off in music itself. So, oh, wait, wait, that's so strange, isn't it? Though it's interesting. Uh, where did tell us about like where 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 you came from? Like where did you start?
1: So as far as it concerns the creative stuff that I do now, anything that's been involved in music or editing, <laughs> all of that stuff really started for me, I guess. I guess elementary school when we yeah. the, the, when they would teach us to play the recorder, mm-hmm. the first uh, time that I like uh, did something cool sounding on a recorder, I was like, "Hey, I kind of like music." But then none of the regular instruments really caught my eye. I didn't I tried sax for a little bit? I played trombone for like two minutes and was like, mm, "This is too much. Uh, I'm not good enough for this." Uh, but my brother, when I was in like middle school, um, joined the high school drumline, and I was like, "Oh." We used to just randomly beatbox around the house all the time. So I saw him playing a marching bass, which is just this huge thumping big sound, and I was like I like that a lot. That dope, That's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. And then that kind of piqued my interest as far as drumming goes, and we'd both been fans of like metal bands from our from my dad and all of that. He was really into like the eighties metal sound. Mm-hmm. And so like big shredding guitars and drums were like our thing. And then as I got into Rap music and hip-hop in, like, the early 2000s. Rhythm became really interesting to me. And then I joined the drumline. Was there for four and a half, five years, depending on how you count it, I guess. Maybe six. I don't even... It was a long time. It was quite a while, yeah. I was in middle school when I joined the high school group for about a year. And Mm -hmm. then all four years of high school. And then I did some stuff after I graduated as well. So, five to six years. And then that... Introduced me to you, it introduced us to Brian, and a bunch of other friends who mm. then just funneled us forward into this life where we go to college and meet a bunch of other really creative, musically talented people, even after I dropped out of music. At mm. that point, sports journalism. I, I worked for the newspaper. For journals, yeah. So that's it's, where the writing starts. It's
0: interesting where everything is sort of like, comes like full circle. Yeah, you right. see like
1: one little thing spread a, like a seed. Like, mm. we were watching gaming videos what 2009 like Two, i distinctly yeah. remember coming home in like 2009 mm. and getting on for the first time on modern warfare 2 joining into a lobby because i didn't know you that well at the time mm. but i got into a lobby it was you and blake, blake and brian brian jacob i think my cousin dustin was in there
0: dustin, <laughs> dustin was in there too yeah yeah um dakota
1: no dakota yeah. was all about halo at the time Ah, uh, respect it um, solid
0: choice um, but
1: I remember getting in it. You all were recording for a montage. Like You yep, we were, yep, we yep. were preparing like the first montage of like that, that era. Vital uh was the Vital Snipe Hop. <laughs> yeah. Um and I remember sitting down and being like, Oh, these are the friends that I've always wanted. I mm. I love this shit. This is like where I belong. And then over the next year or so we would play more often. I would see you guys in school. And then it just kind of fell in from there. It was like mm. we we're all just interested in similar things so we just kind of kept in the same social circle you were in band blake i was only playing games with but like mm-hmm. because he was hanging out with you and jacob i could play halo and run into jacob and be like oh hey like uh, nice yeah and then not really like, oh that's blake and then playing modern warfare 2 game battles matches and very very nerdy stuff back then it still is honestly but like We just kept running into each other, and then that just happened again in college. We'd made friends where I was like, I like that person, and then they were just around all the time, Mm -hmm. and it's like, okay, we absorbed a person, and (laughs) we're growing, like, we're Voltron, we're becoming the five-headed beast that we needed to
0: be. It's so interesting, like, how our friend group has, like, either added a person, or somebody's left to go do their own thing. It's like, we've grown and changed and whatnot, our group is like
1: pretty wide at this point to be honest that's the thing that I love the most about my life really is that uh-huh. we've kept in my social circle mostly the same four to like six people at all times just in varying levels of influence mm. and then people who have been a part of that people who I, who I consider great friends will bounce out for a little bit and we won't hear from them but then they'll come back and it's yep. like we were just rocking the whole time me, you, and Brian Particularly, like, coming to school?
0: Yep. Us three, primarily. Whenever we were, you know, homeless <laughs> homies. Yeah,
1: homeless homies. Me Dog. and Nick literally didn't have a place to live for a summer and we just vibed cow. it out. Dog. <laughs>
0: we scrounged for quarters. We scrounged for microwavable meals. You, know, That was that was a time. I think that's, like, a whole podcast in itself, honestly. Just to talk
1: about the homeless homies. That family. experience. Oh, we could document, like, every day of that summer. Honestly. <laughs> in, our, in our own, like, spinoff from this, the Homeless Homies podcast. Mm-hmm. Um. Whenever Brian
0: was getting ready to head off to head off to Murray, we were just both like, what are we going to do? <laughs> that was that was like a stressful like couple of weeks there.
1: His mom had to be sick of me. I know she was. I was there every day for like three years. And I wasn't even I didn't even have home problems at that point. I was just uh, there all the time. Mm-hmm. And then the problems came and I moved in. And, and she was like, Oh no. Yeah, I'm sure it was just like, Oh dear God, let me out.
0: And then like I got added to that mix probably what was it like two months later? I think. Yeah, it was like
1: a month or something. I think you were having like signs of trouble. And then mine came like really suddenly, mm. and then within like a week or two, it was just like I guess we live at Brian's. Yeah. Now.
0: <laughs> what are y'all doing today? Well, we're gonna probably run some game battles. Like <laughs> that was that was fun though. I'm not gonna lie. Like in game, like solid communication, easy communication. Something's going on. Just scream in the other room. He's one shot. On stairs. What was, was it? Uh, that wasn't Black Ops 2. That was... Wait, was it? Black Ops? No, that was...
1: No, that would have been...
0: B... No. because
1: I want to say 2. that Ghost was the game that was out, but we were playing, like, Black Ops 2 yeah. and MW3 and that stuff we, anyway.
0: we were not fans of Ghost. No, yeah.
1: None of us really played. Or maybe... I don't... Yeah, that's such a mixy time. I don't remember. It really was. To be honest. I do know... <sighs> I, later that year we were still playing bo2 for sure oh yeah because i remember my girlfriend texted me in the middle of a game and i just like straight bailed on tyler and brian <laughs> she only lived like a, two streets away so i was just like guys we're up two maps we only need to win one more peace good luck god bless hope you have fun and they're like what are you doing and i was like i gotta
0: i get there's a thing that's happening. i have to bounce <laughs> What? Did, hey, yo! What are you doing? I'm playing some game battles. <laughs> well, come over. My parents aren't
1: home. Three Ps, Head on out. <laughs> I finished the round. and was like, "How do I say this?" I don't. And I just like put the controller down and just like <laughs> started heading to the door. And they were like, "What are you doing?" And I was like, it's- "Gotta go, Duty calls." <laughs> that was that was fun. We'd show up and she's like, "Hey, what? You're here fast. You weren't busy." And I was like, "Not really.
0: <laughs> I, I got Godspeed with us." <laughs>
1: it was that such was, a wild time.
0: It really was like like just feral in itself was just but so many interactions. To get
1: back on track a yeah, little bit. Yeah. As far as the creative journey stuff goes, I was a drummer for 5 years it, exiting my senior year of high school. Yeah. I did a bunch of like community bands and like honor bands and all of these like extra things that as a musician you like are supposed to do if you want to like, go on and mm. become a professional and You know, great steps. Like a lot of the people we were playing with in these community bands were like very established musicians. These Mm -hmm. people were incredibly good at their job. We ended up playing like one piece that had only ever been played like one other place in New York or something. It's like
0: post premiere. It was like
1: the yeah. We were like the of the second wave of people to get to perform it. Because I remember uh... we showed up like two days. We only had two days of rehearsal with that group. We had like a one Friday, the next Friday, Mm -hmm. and then the performance day.
0: And for everybody who's not a musician, like, preparing, like, music isn't just doing it at home. Like, you can learn all the reps that you want at home, but once you get into, like, the setting, you have to figure out how you mix and meld with everybody, like, how everybody else takes the tempo, tuning. There's so many fine,
1: like, requirements that go into it. So having only, like, two days is... Because, like, technically yeah. it's two weeks of practice, but, like, mm-hmm. I in that same time, we had my high school... Yeah. Um... What's the word? Like, an end-of-year concert. Mm-hmm. Like, that was our big focus, so that was where most of my time was going. And I was in another community band, the Brass Band, at uh, Indiana University Southeast. And so, like, I was learning
0: music for that. That one, um, our band our band teacher, uh, she, she always told us about, like, still range the level that y'all were playing at. It was
1: insane. I would mm-hmm. get parts and be like, I can... <laughs> okay. I can look at this, and I can... Hey, Thankfully, the second one, because mm. you were there for that concert, right? The, uh,
0: for the first concert? I, I
1: went to the first concert. You went to the first one. That's right. So that was the one that I thought was ridiculous. That one mm. had the hardest music out of anything I've played still today. The second one was more relaxed, I guess. I think they knew us, and so mm. they were like, oh, they're actually doing what they're supposed to do. Mm. And so we were able to kind of learn it on our own, and it wasn't like under the fire of the director the entire time, someone being in front of us so like, two high school kids in me and our friend Robbie who were just back there, like making it work mm-hmm. amongst all these other very good musicians. And then the second time they got some help for us. So there were other people filling in in the back and it wasn't as stressful, but I got out of that experience between our high school stuff, both of those other bands and the honor band clinics, which is where in high school you take trips to universities and stay in practice for a couple of days. We did those. I mean, I think I did four that year mm-hmm. on top of the other yeah, stuff.
0: because it was WKU. You did... You did I did Moorhead,
1: Murray, WKU, and then I auditioned for a fourth one, and I think it got canceled. I think that's what I was NKU In KU was... So we did a bunch that year. That was, was the most say. that we had done up to that point, so...
0: Because I remember you all sent me a, uh, like, a mess, a Snapchat of um, <clears throat> one of the hotels y'all stayed at, and it looked... Immaculate.
1: That was WKU. That happened. Louisville was at that same time. Okay. So I auditioned for Louisville, got into, I think, both of them, and then chose to go to Western because we hadn't been there before, and I okay. was like, no "Sounds, sounds fun." Yeah. Um. That was yeah, just an incredible. I bet you're experience. happy you chose that one. Yeah, that one was great. I don't regret that at all. Met some cool people who uh, initially or eventually ended up coming to Murray State as well, and so like oh. we became friends and it, yeah, just wild how it all works out.
0: Mm-hmm. But. I think there's, there's been so many times, uh, especially on campus, whenever we were both going at the same time, uh, we would go, we would run across somebody at, um, I don't even know, it was like a band event or something, somebody would be like, I saw you at like, this band concert like such and such years ago, and you're like, what band were you in? Blue band? So was well, I! I. <laughs> absolutely. Uh, uh,
1: what's his name? Uh, ben Mullins, has my last name. We, oh. we, I think we were in Blue Band here at Murray together, yeah. I think that was the one. And then we met again on campus a couple years later. He's like, I think I already know you. And I was like, do you? He's like, yeah, you're Alec, right? And I was like, who? <laughs> like, My Ben, Ben Mullins. And I was like, waves of memories I didn't even know I yep. had. Yeah,
0: I remember now. This is a core memory. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's so fun unlocking those. And you're like, oh, wait a second. I but remember this.
1: We we did a lot of music stuff. And mm. that was even the year before, because you're, you're a year older than me. That's mm. important to state, so... You were doing a bunch of like clinics and other like music related stuff while doing the gaming and video producing and and all of that. And I was like, cool. If Nick can do it, I I would like to as well. I just didn't have some of the material and equipment and stuff. So I was like, mm. I want to I want to get in on that. So like, my eyes were set on that while I was doing music, and then fast forward through some maybe not so great months for everybody.
0: Yeah, that, well, t- right after 13, I graduated, 14, end yeah. of
1: twenty thirteen, top of twenty fourteen. Or was that was when you graduated, 2014 into 2015? Yep, yep. Was not so great for me. Fall of 2015, we end up at Murray State together as roommates. Long time coming should have happened beforehand, <laughs> oh but the the late night
0: conversations we had, they were bro, those were some torture incredible moments.
1: Incredible stuff. <laughs> I, I I can't say it on the podcast, but I thought about something the other day and just <laughs> howled to myself. <laughs> When I knocked on the door, it was like, you have five minutes. I'm coming to get my backpack. <laughs> Car- Can't go Car- into specifics, but... Character B. <laughs> R-R-A. R- there's too much... There's uh, so much history in, in these, like, moments, but
0: actually we should make an episode of this like where we get all of it all four of us oh me, yeah. Brian Jimmy and just just the lizzo files it would yeah it, the lizzo
1: files is like our, our version of 6050 a hundred percent I could think of other people to go talk to about that time that could inform that and mm-hmm. I, I would love to but I don't know that it's safe because we were wild but as far as it re- relates to the the creative stuff, mm-hmm. By the time we got there, I was done with music. I was burnt out. Yep. I had I had auditioned mm-hmm. for like five schools. Western Kentucky said that they wanted me and that I could take a partial scholarship. But I knew that would mean four years or more of music and I just wasn't ready to do that. Chose to come to Murray State. Pay it out of my own pocket. Bad decision. But gave me the most fun like four months, five months of my yeah. life in fall of 2015. But at that point, I was already thinking about writing and how I wanted to apply it a little bit. Like mm-hmm. I, I thought... I think I was looking that writing was what I wanted to do more so than sports journalism. Mm-hmm. But because I understood sports so well, sports journalism was the easiest way in. Yeah. It was less intimidating than like, hey, I want to apply for your creative writing program. That seemed daunting because I hadn't written any of my own stuff in years at that point. And so after some time in the, in the newsroom and working at for the Murray State uh, newspaper... That was like okay. Don't want to do that either. That's mm. not working. Back to square one. Ended up having to take time off school because I couldn't afford to go back. Moved to Murray at the, at the start of that fall semester of the next year. One 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 to one eleven. High Rothgar. High
0: Rothgar. And
1: that's where it really starts to branch out. Like because before that, it was really just like music and writing. Those mm. were the two things that I had done. <clears throat> we get to High Rothgar and it's like music, writing. Photography creeps in. I'd been doing a little bit of it before I moved there, but we, as a group, we all got more interested in photo and video work. Mm-hmm. And then videography really starts to creep in there. I did some promo videos for friends. I did a wedding. Um, I did senior recital pictures for our music friends. Did a whole lot of stuff that just kind of built this base of skills. I was editing our own content. Yep. So like I was learning the Adobe suite. I was, while well, at the same time, I was editing pictures that I was taking earlier, like, in the week from when we shot content. Mm-hmm. I would take pictures of us, or I would take pictures of product stuff, and learning how to color correct, and how to edit photo, and it's, it very quickly compounded into, like, oh, I'm building, like, a skill set. And then we started, like, espionage really, like, kicked off. Yep. That was yep. the first group that was all four of us, me, Brian, Jimmy, and you. Had, like. I- Two solid
0: episodes. Two solid episodes on a blueprint.
1: Yeah, we were filming a documentary series about it. Mm -hmm. We got, like, two and a half solid episodes. But really, it was just... Everyone liked doing it. It was just... We all got busy. Yep. Everyone started working. There wasn't enough to... If one of us was working, that meant a quarter of the content was missing, basically. Yeah. So there wasn't as much to go off of. And if two of us were working, now we're chopped in half. Mm. And most of my content at the time was creating the other content. So we're already down a significant portion. I'd be in everybody else's videos or in their streams or whatever, but I wasn't doing a whole lot for myself because I was mostly just acting as like the producer for the whole thing. Mm -hmm. Everyone gets busy. There's nothing to produce. I'm not producing content. Now it's down to zero. Oh, yeah. It stays that way for a a while, (coughs) honestly. Yeah,
0: and it was was super, super hard balancing that because Jimmy was still doing music education. Mm -hmm. I was still doing music education. Um, that was also Homeless Homie season two. Um, I was also trying to balance, like, work and everything with that. Oh, yeah, Ryan not was, to mention yeah. that, like,
1: we were both just... We weren't even officially living in this apartment. No. We were on the couch in the living room. The fact that we got away with two years on... Uh, uh, we that we might be criminalizing ourselves. No, it's they don't know. Statue of is... limitations, I don't know. Uh, we d- skipped the apartment number already. <laughs>
0: You got a good point. I mean, it's about like five years ago. Can they... Four years ago. Three. Um, can they... It's closer to three. <laughs> closer to three. Different company now, though. So, technically... Like Where that. we're
1: at now, completely legal. We'll say oh, we, yeah. we both actually live in the same owned complex. Mm-hmm. It's, they're across the street or down the street from each other. Yep. But we're but back in the same area. Completely legally. Legal. For the record. Legally. We don't approve of our actions from before. No. It was what it was... It was
0: needed though wait oh no Uh
1: uh-oh
0: did you do a pause yep yeah that's all i was thinking and let me do a reset of the video yeah there we go all right cool so i had to uh reset the video real quick so just the
1: video feed it'll be fine we we, didn't miss anything we were just we were like clearing the air a little bit
0: dumbfounded But, um, just, you know, we can probably dove off with that one. That can be uh, another uh, Lizzo Files episode. Yeah, we
1: can get into that when it's a more personal thing. As far as it relates to our journey and, like, what I do. Mm -hmm. Basically just spun out from there. We've tried Mm -hmm. a bunch of different content stuff from there, and I've continued just, um, employing those same skills. I've been editing, I've been producing, Mm. lighting, all of that. Anything that you could think of. Setting up backdrops, deciding what backdrops to buy. Yep. And then all different kinds of content, honestly.
0: Especially at
1: the time Jimmy was running his gaming channel. Mm-hmm. And now that's kind of transitioned more into like movie news and pop culture, I guess is the right way to I'd say, yeah. to say that. And that led to a time where I was like, Okay, we could we could do more with this. So we created our own like breaking news media called Silver Age Media, mm-hmm. where we bought a whole new set, transformed that same apartment living room into a full production set every day for weeks by ourselves it was Mm. just me and jimmy i mean our roommates helped but like largely it was just me and jimmy setting up every day tearing down every day moving couches and tables and everything like we truly put on like a A whole studio Mm. and and recorded these videos we had done more stuff with i guess espionage had a small moment where it was like starting to pick back up for a second And then I think we realized that, like, in its current format, it was just never going to work. We needed to, like, restructure it. And so, like, as we're doing this, like, news and movie and pop culture thing, you start working on Revolt and bringing up those ideas and... I mean, shout out. Shout out. Shout out to the brand. The brand is strong. Uh, It was. It was was just a really wild time. Because in between all of this, even when it seemed like there was nothing getting done on, like that side of things when there was like no creative creative stuff coming out of me or you know i wasn't posting anything at the same time like i would be going out with you for photography or photography like video shoots videos. or mm-hmm. anything like that like we were still working just kind of silently doing stuff the whole time it was like never like it really stopped there'd be like a couple of weeks where it was everyone's working and it's just not coordinated mm-hmm. but individually like I was still going out and shooting, or I was editing, or I was designing, or writing whatever, or nice. yeah. Then 2018, I pick up writing and like really get into it heavily as well. Like, there's just you could see the arc where it just goes straight up in terms of like how we're
0: working our output, how we're putting
1: ourselves online, really, yep. like how we're how we're, <clears> how we're advertising <throat> ourselves and what we're doing. And this whole talk, there's this bubble that's like building up. Like you're getting better incredibly fast. At the video and editing and all of this, like, because I think for a while you were, you set the example when we very, all very first started setting, like making content. We were like, Nick has been doing this. Nick knows what he's doing. That's like the gold standard for our friend group. If we can make videos as good as Nick's, we're, we're set.
0: Which I appreciate that too, by the way. Yeah, it was like that
1: was honestly, like when, especially like when Jimmy and I started making like gaming stuff on his channel, like when I was helping him get into that, he, he did a lot of it on his own. But anytime we collaborated, my thought was, I know what's worked, I know what I've enjoyed. Particularly from Nick's lead, let's try to do more of that, and then that still comes up again. Like when I'm, even when I was making like the nerd news stuff, I'm like, mm-hmm. Nick was making documentary commentary or, or, not commentary, but like documentary footage at the time yeah. and editing and building, structuring a documentary, Road to Optic and all of that stuff. Yeah. So I was like, I'm watching all of the stuff that you're constantly putting out, and I'm like, that's real fucking good. Like now <laughs> I now I'm, I'm self conscious about like the fact that like we're working together and nick's getting better and better I like should, i have to put in the energy i have mm-hmm. to put in the effort to like make sure that across the board we're that good mm-hmm. and so like that starts to drive me to do more video and photo stuff see that's a uh, that's it's interesting too because i would see uh like especially
0: whenever i started getting into my photography i would see like the uh the, the work that you put out especially like that one uh, wedding photo with daniel <sighs> it's still one of my favorite
1: wedding photos. i cannot believe i uh, i'll send it to you if you want to put it up or whatever yeah. i think i still have it somewhere I was completely blind when I took that picture. The sun was here in my really? face. I looked through the lens of the camera and like, I was flashbanged, mm. and I was like, oh, not- oh no. And I just held down knowing that my settings were good and just hoped I was getting the framing. Mm. This is a moment like you can't recreate. This is not something I could ask them to do again or anything. It was like mm. this, I, I either get it here or I've blown it and I nailed it. Thank God. Yes. Yeah, but it just, when I got back home to review that, I was like, Because I truly... It took me, like, ten mm. seconds afterwards to be able to, like... Whatever Taylor Grady was there. And yeah. I, I, I was staring at Taylor and only seeing purple blotches and not a face. And I was like... What's happening? What's going on? Oh, what's this is not good. Up. I have a job to do. Oh, shit.
0: It's, like, the worst thing in the world, like, trying to, like... Trying to take photos and important events
1: happening. You're just like, ah, oh, I can't see. What's going on. Wing it, wing it, wing it, wing it. Earlier that week, I was shooting for a friend, and the wind blew... A leaf like into my face right as i was taking a picture and it like cut my cornea oh like, oh ow what the hell was that mm. and I, I went and got looked at and they're like it'll heal
0: you'll Don't be okay worry, be yeah we're, we're, i
1: think they added like a salve or something like around the corner of my probably, eye
0: probably one, like one of those fat ass like leaves that fly around everywhere over. yeah the, dude those things will come and smack you in the face without a second thought so it doesn't surprise me like and i had to wear a bandage
1: the... for like a couple of days yeah. i think or something but like yeah, it was it's just like the fact of the matter like yeah, it was just, it, I couldn't see out of my right eye and then still had the wedding to do that weekend. Mm-hmm. Thankfully I was completely fine by then, but then to also get blinded by the sun, it was just like so much is working against me right, <laughs> right. now. But yeah, those moments of like I remember watching I think it was the commercial that you did for uh Jerky XP. Yeah, that was fun. I was like I helped you shoot that and stuff, but like mm. when you brought me the final edit, I was like oh damn, Nick is really like figuring this thing out. And even though I'd been working, it felt like Mm -hmm. I gotta I gotta really like lock in because if I can do something that helps Nick make it that's excellent that's only going to help all of us and at the time it was like you were doing everything right so I was like yeah I'm not gonna fuck this up like Mm -hmm. if I can help in any way if I can learn more about how to set up a shot or run a camera or settings or whatever that's my that's my goal now when Jimmy would ask me editing questions I was like I don't know that I know how to do this but I will figure it out for you Mm -hmm. because He's He was constantly grinding the whole time, too. As far as work ethic goes, like, I had the best example literally living in the apartment with me. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, that's all. I'll say that about that for Jimmy. Jimmy, like, no matter all the ups and downs that's happened, he's literally just grinded his ass off these last, what is it? I think it's been, like, four ever years. Since, ever since we've gotten together, like, 2016, 17, so it's been, like, four or five years. He's just been going strong. We moved
1: in and... August of 2016, Mm. I think he started making gaming content the next summer. Yeah. Because I was at Brian's house when he put out his first montage.
0: That's right, because his montage was the first ever thing he ever did.
1: Yeah. And so that was, like, 2017, Mm. and he hasn't stopped since then. There have been Mm. weeks where, like, he can't get out as many videos or whatever. But he's largely been doing something this whole time.
0: And And that's, like, one of the greatest things about our friend group is, like, ever since we've all been together, like, all of us are, like, each raising the standard and then somebody else is like oh shit i gotta i gotta make sure to follow suit like we all like
1: yeah it's like we were just elevating each other other, and that's why i've done so many other things i'm Mm -hmm. like sometimes one of you guys will just come ask me to do something that Mm -hmm. i have no idea how to do but i do it one time and i'm like oh i i start to see how it all works yeah Yeah. it's like so i'm just gonna learn everything that i can and we're gonna make this great and Mm That's just going to be what. It, like, I didn't know how to run or set up a podcast. We've recorded like five of them over the last—I don't know, however many years, four and a half, five. We tried I'd to record say, one uh, at in Lizzo during yeah. those days.
0: We did. I forgot
1: about that. Yeah, it was like we well, core we were, memory. <laughs> yeah, it was, we we truly had no idea. It was we had no idea what we were doing at all. It was hmm. just run and gun, trying to figure it out, lawlessness. So to look at that, and then to look where we are now. I've run Maybe Next Week with Jimmy. I'm on Drop Frames with Josh, CV, and, and Chris. I hear that every now and then. It's
0: so... I, I love him, like listening to the podcast, like, listening how you all talk about like those it movie. It's like, video yeah, game yeah, movies, yeah, video, basically.
1: It's yeah. so the whole premise. got to talk about Sonic. Sonic. <laughs> that's our first episode, and it was incredible. I love it so much. Uh, but, yeah, now I'm on three or four podcasts mm-hmm. regularly, adding this one to the mix. Yep. I've been in your videos, I've been in Jimmy's videos, I've been in Brian's videos. You really have been one of the people who's just been everywhere, let's be honest. I just, (laughs) I've been my best to be a glue guy. If someone's Mm -hmm. like, I don't know what I want to do next, I'm like, here's an idea. Mm -hmm. I'll film it with you if you need someone to help get it started. It's that producer in you. Yeah, it's like, whatever whatever I can do to make everyone else better or get them started on their own, I believe in us so damn much Mm -hmm. that like every time someone has a new idea I'm like that's the best idea I've ever heard yes you should be doing that Jimmy's Star Wars channel I haven't had to help him with anything in that really I mean even in the editing he's been doing it all on on his own he hasn't asked me for anything but opinions like does this intro look better than this one does this picture Mm -hmm. look better than that one happy to do all that but on the technical side of things we've done nothing for him but every time he brings it up like oh I should record this or I could do that I'm like yes do that and here's why Mm-hmm. And like, I always try to keep everybody because even when I'm not writing as hard as hell to motivate yourself to do yeah. and that's what I've been doing recently that's been my main thing I just wrote 1500 words in uh, my current work in progress like two nights ago and that's the most I've done in like a month mm-hmm. it's just it can be brutal sometimes sure. but when I hear other people start talking about what they're doing I start to like get that buzz in my brain it just starts to Dude, feel good I, saw, I think that's like just a general like
0: creative thing that we go through because the same thing will happen to me I'll literally be sitting there and I'll, I'll talk to you about like your writing or like your video or talk to Jimmy and I'm like damn I want to go make something it's like that that grind that um that fire to create almost
1: yeah and it's it's wild that like I think back and I'm like dude we've been doing this for too mm. long maybe it's like time to like try something else but then I think about it I'm like I turned 25 like Three months ago, four months ago, whatever March, whatever that was. Time has been unreal for the last year and a half. It really has. I was like, but I twenty five. Compared to some of the people who like whose content I love, I am a toddler. But I have all of this experience. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, oh never mind. Why what am I talking about? Exactly. Why am I psyching myself out? No, like we just keep the pedal down. Yeah. Just keep making stuff. It's the only way I'm gonna be happy anyway. Might as well do it.
0: Yeah. It's interesting listening back to uh, like I've been listening to a lot of eavesdrop and optic podcasts and like hearing Hector talk about, like he didn't even start making call of duty content. I think he was like, uh, it was around 27. 27. Yeah. Yeah. Around then I hit 27 this year. So I mean, shit, this might be the year. Um, you never
1: know. Truly. Like, you don't know what piece of content was going to blow up. I mean, even was it last year or maybe two years ago when you first started making those TikToks? and like, it was about uh, a year
0: ago when I was, it was doing during uh, quarantine. I was really starting to hammer in those TikToks. Yeah.
1: That, some of them were blow- some of those were going crazy it's yeah. like, you just never know what's yep. going to be the thing I put out the the personal essay that I wrote mm-hmm. uh, and put out on my website TFtoscom if you want to read it um, I just put that out there because I was like I'm feeling a lot of different kinds of anxiety recently mm-hmm. I've just been like I I have mental illness just like compounded in my head but usually it doesn't get in the way of me making things but it really was for a couple months it just everything I made I was like this isn't good I don't like it Mm -hmm. I'm not saying anything useful just delete it just delete it I would record stuff delete never even put it out and then I just started to write this random idea and it started to like turn and take some interesting creative shape and I was like Mm. I'm gonna create a website and make this like the first post I put it out that's the most response I've gotten to anything in like two years really I have friends who are, like, very good writers, and they were DMing me being like, wow, dude, this was... You should do more of this. This was very good. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh. I thought it was good. I liked it.
0: But, didn't think but it to was get like... that
1: feedback of someone else who I know is that knows what they're talking about mm-hmm. gave me the same thing. as like showing you all a video or like a final edit and having everyone be like, oh, yeah, I love this moment. Oh, that's yep. great. Wow, what a good... That same, like energy feeds it and Mm. makes you want to go back and do another thing or respond however like it just it gets you back in the process and that's also i think a reason why i've done so much stuff is that like i would make one good edit and like hear a comment from you or brian or whoever like oh that one was really good and i'm like i need that from every single time i press the cut button Mm. like that's what i'm looking for And then I went back and watched one of our Revolt videos where somebody in the comments was like, whoever edited this is a fucking beast. And I was like, thank
0: thank you. you, Thank you, thank you. (laughs) Thank you, someone
1: noticed. I've been trying for so long and someone noticed. It's, with how much we, we were literally talking
0: about this last night, with how much we've been going and working. Not like, we haven't, something hasn't like, we haven't really set Foot and through the threshold. I yeah, guess we haven't really
1: broken through with any yeah. individual piece of content. People know who we are now, yep. and that's something in and of itself. That mm-hmm. like someone like what's Amanda the Jedi or whatever like knows that we're friends and like a lot of us live together and like that's yep. and that's a wild level of like intimacy in the community. Like I'm glad that we have we've broached that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then there are people on like the writing side who like will come to me and ask me questions, usually not publicly, which is a sign of trust most often. It's not like you're just adding somebody and being like, hey, you might know this. People DMing me specifically, Mm -hmm. like, Alec, this is in your field of expertise. How can I do this? That's a very good feeling. It makes you feel like you've got, like, good karma or whatever built up Mm. in the the scene or whatever you're trying to do. And we have that from so many different angles, people that, like, actually appreciate us and, like, like when we're around. That is so satisfying. But it is also, like, a little bit, not like, I guess, disheartening is the right word. Where it's like you just put in so much and you just don't see it break through hmm. to that next level. I went through and you were in Discord, but I was rewatching a bunch of our stuff last night. Every video that I have on my computer still saved, I rewatched last night. Even pictures that I've taken, some that you've taken, were on my computer, and I was like, I some of these like this should be the, the 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 face of someone's company right now. Like this picture that I'm looking at should be the advertising picture. For this company. What...
0: How have
1: we not... How how has it not happened? How have we not sold this stuff to someone? How Mm. have we not been placed in charge of doing this for someone? It blows my mind. But at the same time, there's a lot of people who need different things. There's a Mm. lot of people who are also doing this stuff. So, like, you don't take it to heart, really. You don't let it think, like, I'm not good enough to do this. Mm. You're just like, damn, the opportunity hasn't come yet. That's the way that I've been looking at it, especially recently. Because I've been... Ghost. I've been doing my little freelance work. I've been doing some editing jobs, which don't want to talk about that right now. Mm. I take a contract job for the first time in several years, and it goes very poorly. So uh, I'll be freelancing probably till the end of time at this rate.
0: Uh, was it is it the one previously from earlier this year, or is it what's happening recently? Recently, mm.
1: yeah, not great. Um, but that same like when I'm I'm looking at all of these stuff or all of these things that we've done, and I'm like. I produced this video. Like, I can genuinely say, like, if I if I had added a producer tag at the end, everyone would have been okay with it. Like, mm. th- that's, that represents the work that I did. Or, like, a photo shoot where I'm like, oh, this came out really well. You like, did the lights, or Jimmy did the lights, or whatever. It's like, I look at all these things that we've done and how each person has contributed, and I'm just like, we are a production team, basically.
0: We, we really, we really are. I'll take a quick pause. So that way I can do a okay. hard reset. Yup. Yeah. And yup. Yeah. All right. Oh, wait, he has to like do yeah, his it's busy thing. Yep, yep. 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 So for everybody who's, uh, unsure about what's going on. So not only are we going to be recording this and putting this on, uh, Spotify, uh, we're also going to be putting this on YouTube. It's going to be on my personal channel, youtube.com forward slash clearly not Nick. You can uh, watch it there or for everybody who's on the YouTube coincidentally, or maybe on Twitter or something like that. Uh, it's going to be on Spotify. It's going to be Spotify.com. I'm really hoping to get the creatives. I've actually looked at, like, the tags, and I don't see anybody using that one specifically.
1: I so. did Google last night um, the, just the creatives podcast, and I saw I saw one result specifically, mm. but I don't know if they were on Spotify or what they were using. Yeah. Stitcher, whatever. I, no clue. Don't know if it's even still active. I just saw one result and was like, cool. Should probably look into that. Mm. But, but going back
0: to you, you know, we are Yeah, saying Mm -hmm. that, like, we, as a,
1: as a group that, like, all the stuff that I've become good at, there's a multitude of things that, like, everyone else around us, around me has gotten equally good at, Mm -hmm. and, like, particularly with lighting, like, Jimmy nails it every time.
0: Every single time. He's
1: incredibly good at it. I'm bad. Just straight up, like, compared to him, I am not good. I'm better than the average person. Mm -hmm. But, like, he just has an eye for it, and that's great. That's his thing. Hell yeah. A plus. Commendable. And having a team around you like that makes you, like I said, want to do better every time you see, like, oh, he killed the lighting in yep. that, or like his his audio was good, or his whatever, like his edit, his all of that just fuels this into like I want to do more. Yep. And I've I've spent a lot of this time talking about us as a whole, and not necessarily me, but like I've been in the mix for all these things. Any time I'm like, you know, congratulating one of us, like it's been a group effort all the mm. way through. Me and Brian started a competitive call of duty channel or podcast I guess together it was my channel but yep. like I would he had access to everything he wrote on my blog like we've been doing that stuff together for a while and you did the graphics for it and then Brian edited the podcast while mm-hmm. it was there it's like it was such a group effort and we've done so much stuff that like it almost feels wrong to put my name over a thing specifically to be like yep. oh I made this when in reality it's like though I contributed to this there's a lot of that too that I think helps keep me grounded mm-hmm. and that that's nice. And another reason why that, like, what I feel like if one of us earns an opportunity, it's just going to be like a breakaway the rest of the way. Cause if, if that person needs help, we'll be there. We have the best team possible oh, to yeah. do that. And I, that's not a position that a lot of people find themselves in. And mm. I, I thought about that a lot last night. Um, just randomly thinking about content stuff. I was like, if, if something were to come tomorrow, if I was to land like one of these freelance jobs, and then they're like, hey, do you know somebody who can operate a camera? Do you know somebody who can X yeah, just, or Y? It's just like, yes, the answer is yes to all of them. <laughs> and most There's of the time, trouble. the answer is the same person as I recommended for the other thing. <laughs> so really, you can hire two people and have a full production crew. Honestly. Like, if it was like, you were Jimmy, you were me, you were...
0: Like, pretty much, we're, we're ready. And that's, that's one of the good things. Like uh, Like, anytime I'm having issues on something, like... You know who I should talk to? We should talk to Alex. Should talk to Jimmy. Like our friend group, like specifically. And I know, like, we sort of sort of get screwed is a good word. Like with everything you've dealt with, especially this past year.
1: The last year, year and a half has been a nightmare for me, mm. and that that truly is discouraging. That will kill your love for something really, really fast. But luckily, I have so many good distractions. Yep. Like that's that's the thing that's getting me through. Not only by like listening to other people's content, I live with someone who's constantly producing content, someone who's constantly throwing me ideas, asking me if, if he should do this or if he should do that. I have you asking like, hey, what do you think of this edit or yep. this like correction or this whatever? I have all these things that like can keep me busy. And then also we're so we're good friends like, that we can't. That's at the core of this thing. So like we're playing games together, mm-hmm. we're watching stuff together, like. Every Wednesday night, Star Wars night, and Jimmy's Discord. Yep. We literally just watch a Star Wars movie. Don't know what we're going to do afterwards, so the name Star Wars night might be changing, but <laughs> <laughs> we only have two movies left, so like we're running out of options. <laughs> Wednesday night lights or something like Something's that. Something's got to change. Yeah, well, it was like, I thought about that last night, too, and I was like, hmm. What are we going to do? Gonna not, do not a lot of foresight into naming it <laughs> Star Wars night.
0: <laughs> I know, I know though, like, we've had, like, you know, Star a lot of downs, a lot of downs, yeah, more than more than probably most. But like once we hit that that pinnacle, once we hit that breakthrough moment where we've said we're getting there,
1: we're we're finally like seeing progression. It's gonna be the greatest film in the whole wide world. And that's yeah, that drives me sometimes. I'll be writing like I'll be alone three in the morning writing on a, a novel, something that like you guys can't help me with. Mm-hmm. But I'll think about like, what if this does work though? What if what if what I'm writing right now is the thing that opens the door?
0: To more possibilities. To
1: get my name out there, and then I can throw my weight behind, like, hey, me and Nick have this idea. Let's broach this company or whatever. And, like, Mm -hmm. every little thing like that, when I'm working, those kind of thoughts are like, you can't can't be doing this at 50%. You either have to put your nose to it and really get in there and, like, Mm -hmm. make it the best thing you can make, or don't bother. You've got a thousand other things you could be doing. If you're not taking this seriously, if, if, if this is not the one, like, goal is to make this incredible, what, why, what why are you even here? Mm-hmm. And so, like, that's, that's really motivating when you start to think about it that way. Especially since this is, like, a long-term project. I've been writing the same book since the end of August of last year, I think. So, mm-hmm. we're coming up on a year straight of me working on this one story. And I'm like, it's not where it needs to be right now mm-hmm. just brutally I could have done better over the last year but also like I'm whipping it into shape I'm really taking the time to like make it good and in the meantime I'm building up podcasts and being on other people's shows I'm putting my name out there as best as I can as as a writer and like I'm applying to other freelance jobs and like I'm I'm really spreading myself out on the other sides while I'm while this is like the main thing that I'm doing mm-hmm. I'm taking that Swiss army knife ability and be like, Oh, you need an editor. Cool. Yeah. I'll edit your video for X amount of dollars. That's great. I'll happily do that. Oh, you need a script writer. Yes. I will. St- your next 10 YouTube videos, pay me to write them out. Happily yep. do that. Doing like, little stuff like that is fine for now. Mm. But in my head, I'm like, this is just, I'm using this as a refining experience. Yep. And eventually I'll be able to get everybody together. We're going to put it all into like, whatever's the thing that works the, the first time we get a breakthrough, all in and we'll be ready and it's yep. it's not going to be a luck thing it's going to be a preparation thing and that's just that's how it's felt for the last couple of years it's like i know we're good at this a pandemic will definitely slow things down people don't need certain types of services that's fine thankfully i've had my writing to like keep me sane through all of it
0: hmm. that's all definitely say I've, I've read a little bit of your writing and oh my gosh i think i read one of your chapters that you sent me it was like probably in the right around in the middle of the book. You'd sent me like one of the Google Doc. It was whenever you put it on Facebook. Yeah. You're like anybody who wants to read this a little bit. Here's this, and I was like, yo, let me take a look at that. And it was, I think it was only probably a page, page and a half. It was, Actually, it was about three pages. It was
1: like a two and a half pages. Yeah. I think, yeah. That was bomb. And that that scene itself has stayed mostly the same, but I've made everything around it better. Mm. And I'm going to go back and redo that because like I, I reread that again not that long ago, and was like it's good, but I see where it's not the Mm. best it could be. So, like, already I'm making that transition to, like, make things better. That's really what this, the last couple months have been about. Mm -hmm. And it's like, if if I can get that reaction out of everybody being like, oh, this is actually pretty solid, solid," Mm -hmm. that's fine. That's all I'm aiming for on this scale around. Is it like, because the first one I read, I was like, ooh, this is broken. It doesn't even work. Like, it's missing huge chunks of story. Mm -hmm. Second time around, I'm filling in the dots, I'm making it more cohesive, and I'm like, it, it won't be great, but it'll be something that you can read from page one to page... I think it's going to end up on, like, page 300 and something. Yeah. And be like, okay. Needs some love, but the story's there. That's what the, the goal is right now. And then on the third one, it'll be like, okay, let's make this good. Let's Let's... The best that I can make it before I send it off to someone else to edit and pay them an exorbitant amount of money, unfortunately, to improve it. it. It's... Mm. I, I ran some numbers the other day, and I'm not happy. Ooh, but
0: I didn't think it would be... Well... It's expensive. Really? I, I can I could probably assume, especially for getting somebody who's been in the field for quite a long time... That's really not, what yeah. it is. Like,
1: these people make their living off of it, so ah. each client has to be, like, a significant source of income. So... It's
0: gonna... It'll be worth it in the end, though, because once whenever you get it back, you know, you'll be able to make the, the adjustments. The feedback itself
1: yeah. is more than enough to be worth it, for sure. Oh, yeah. But just the, the saving up for that is going to be brutal, but whatever. What?
0: Whenever you get there, it'll be...
1: I'm happy to the... go yeah. through the process. It's it's a good thing. Like once That's a benchmark kind of thing. of like, oh, mm-hmm. I, I got this to an editor, and whatever they say about it is what they say about it, whether they like it or not. Just go from there. But, like, let's just make it good, and if if this isn't the one... I got the experience on how mm-hmm. to write something, and maybe the next one will be the one. And like yep. that's the, that's the goal mm-hmm. right, right now. I, I've realized that we've had a lot of time to like prepare stuff and like mm-hmm. to, to to have a good mentality about creating things. And now the next couple of years are going to be about employing that mentality. It's like we learned how to do it. We're no longer amateurs. No. This is like, crunch time. This is really like putting it out there. That's, that's where I'm at for, at least the next two or three years. Yeah. If I had to imagine.
0: I was going. Yes. Especially watching you grow as, like, just a general creative person. Like, not just producer, not just a writer, but as a person who lives to create. Like, it's been so interesting watching, like, your progression. Like, photographer, videographer, producer. Like, now we're, now, professional writer. I would classify you as that. So, it's, it's gonna be really exciting to see, like, where you go from there.
1: See, like, what other jobs you take. I hope it's all up from here, because the last year and a half has been... The pandemic a- has been really... But, like shed some light like i got a deal to put out a graphic novel basically and did all the work to write it and then just a couple months behind its release basically the the deal fell apart a bunch of stuff was shady and a lot of things just didn't work out and so to lose something like that in the mm. middle of a pandemic is already crushing that that was really not great and then also my artist on that book jesse bowerman uh his wife got pregnant and that became like their focus for a while. Mm So like everything was like, Hey, maybe we're going to like buy this thing back and like put it out ourselves. Now that needs to go on pause because he's working on being a parent. Yeah. And I'm like completely understandable. That's fine. Love that for him. Very good. But like to have that, like it flittered back in for a moment where he's like, I might just be able to buy the rights back out full stop. Just get it to us. No longer worried about this other company. And then that goes on pause and you're like, okay, well, Crap! Yeah, I gotta just focus on this other stuff. Mm. Um, that it's been hard. That that part has definitely been difficult. But then, like I said, to wake up every day and still be like, "That's fine," because that's only one story that I want to mm. tell, and I've got a thousand more. Whether it's gonna be through a podcast or whether it's gonna be through writing a book or, you know, creating another documentary series, which is, I really want to, man. There's, I don't know. I'm, I've been
0: having that itch too. I'm not gonna lie. <sighs> There's been something that's like, go out and like start recording. Actually. I'll probably say it off. I'll say it off podcast. There's there's uh, stuff on Mary Campus sort of like following like a certain group. I feel like you might know what I'm talking about. Um, It's in our realm of what we do. Yeah, I think yeah, I, I have think, the yeah, idea. Yeah, I yeah. think doing that, be, I was thinking about it the other day, like, damn, that would be pretty cool. So we, we might have to play around with
1: that idea. But no, like shooting a docuseries, that was really fun whenever we were doing it. We've done like yeah. <laughs> three individual attempts at it. And I found some footage that I didn't even realize I still had on my computer last night that mm-hmm. I was like, this is the essence of it. I had to cut, like most of it was excerpts. It was stuff that could not have made it into the doc. Not because it was like bad or offensive or anything. It was just like irrelevant stuff. It would have, Mm -hmm. but the moments that we captured, like there's a video I have from Jimmy's senior recital, which I was filming a small like doc for. And it's just a video of you dancing into the room. (laughs) you just doing this into the room. And it's like my favorite shot of my entire like filmography or whatever you want to call it. Like I love it so much for no reason. It's just like, I'm panning down, and you just happen to walk right in front of my shot, just (laughs) bouncing your shoulders. I think you had your tongue out. This is great. It's fantastic. But, like, those little moments where I was like, this is the essence of what I loved about filming something. Mm -hmm. And I want to do it again so bad, but I just don't have anything. I thought about maybe, like, recording one for this book that I'm writing. Mm -hmm. But, like, I'm a year and a half into the process. I feel like I missed the the launch pad. I don't know.
0: If you start doing another one, it'd be re- oh, that'd be really sick. I don't think any other authors, well, maybe any other author, but somebody who's not, doing like not a self- anybody that
1: I've known. Yeah. Do it. I think it could be really cool. Yeah. There are people doing like daily vlogs and stuff where they're updating yeah. every day, like oh, I put in a thousand words and I'm doing this and do- well, I want to shoot like a legitimate like
0: full film, on.
1: a documentary about of it. Course of like, like I don't know, like two three years. It would probably be a multi year process. Uh, that yeah. would be
0: great, amazing. like hour long documentary, just detailing like. The grueling uh, nights, the good days. Oh, that'd be sick.
1: I, I really want to do it, actually. And I have uh, after the podcast, I'll pitch you on this idea yeah, uh, yeah. for my next book, which I'm already right. returning. Ah. Um. Yeah, I think I. We might have some shit to do later. Uh,
0: he, he's just spitting. I like that. All right. So on that note, I think this is going to be a good time to uh.
1: Yeah, we just podcast.
0: it in. Yeah, let's roll it on in. So. Yeah, thank you all so much for coming on by, listening to the podcast. This is episode one of The Creatives. This is my buddy, Alec Mullins, uh, Life is Alec on Twitter. Yep. Uh, what was your website again? It was uh,
1: tftos.com, thoughts from the other side. You can find a couple of essays there. More stuff will be coming in the next few months. I don't mm-hmm. know how up. This is. this is definitely a hobby thing. I'm not, like, putting it all on that. But if you want to find me, yeah, Twitter's the best way, at Life as Alec.
0: That was that. That title too, like thoughts from the other side. That's that's a book title right there too. Let's
1: (laughs) may or may not have thought about making this a a series of essays that I self-published later in the year. But we're just we're we're not here yet. We're not here yet. (laughs) Not here to talk about that yet.
0: There's so much so much good stuff that's like happening. I know, like with all the downs, like that up. It's not just going to be like a casual up. It's going to be.
1: It's going to be incredible when we can come back to this podcast and be like, remember when we were talking yeah. about this moment when we're living in that moment? Yup. Yeah. <laughs> That's going to be great.
0: Maybe one day we can all just get like, I don't know, content house again. That content house, like we were all like at a moment thriving. That Actually, was we're...
1: for a while there. That was a while, truly an insane schedule. Yeah, it but we shouldn't. Yeah.
0: Otherwise yeah. <laughs> we're going to keep on tucking. <laughs> all right. Thank you all so much for coming by the podcast. This has been Creatives Episode 1. And I hope to see you all back once again soon. Y'all have a good one. Stay classy.